Hey everyone, Mark and Nacido here for the Mark and Nacido podcast. Hope all, all is well. Um, so this is not my podcast that I, I wanted to do next. This is kind of, I've been inspired to do this podcast by a cousin of mine. Hi, Holly. How are you doing? Um, anyway, uh, uh, my next music podcast is going to be either Thursday or Friday of this week. So that's that's definitely a guarantee. Um so this podcast is going to be uh, not really a part two of my ghost experiences, even though there was a ghost experience that I, that I think was in, that was involved in the process of this. But this is more because of an experience I had with a medium, with, with two mediums to be exact. So I think when you think about a medium, you think about different things. Like one can reach out to ghosts and try to ask them questions and stuff, which or people who had passed on, which is probably considered as ghosts, spirits, whatever you want to call them. Uh, um, I think you can communicate with the dead like this. And, and, and there's different ways of doing it. So like, um, I was thankful that there is no Ouija boards used in, the, in these two experiences and um, no tarot cards. I mean, I don't know if tarot cards are exactly that bad, but I mean, the Ouija board was, I was more worried about the Ouija board and it wasn't used. So that's definitely a plus in these two, well, three experiences, should I say? Well, with two different mediums, three experiences. So um, I did a post on Facebook. Those of you that follow me on Facebook saw it probably. Um, so I wrote about it and I, at first I, I initially, Last week I wrote about it. I didn't want to mention the third person. Not because I was embarrassed, but because, I mean, some of you may think it's silly. And I know you're not here to judge me, and I appreciate that. No one judges me, but on the fact of who this third person was, because you never know the possibilities in life. We just never know. And... I'm gonna tell you exactly what the mediums told me. I'm gonna tell you exactly what I experienced throughout my life um, regarding this third person. I'm gonna go in depth too about my my the two other people I talked about, which was my mom and my dad. Uh, my dad passed away last year. My mom passed away back in 1998. And those who've been watching on YouTube are gonna see photos I'm gonna share of my parents and of this other person. So to uh, claim my my claim is true. It's, it's, it's factual for that matter. Um, so yeah, let's get started. So this is an article I wrote on Facebook. And I'm going to stop in between certain parts to describe things and stuff. So uh, bear with me on that, you know, that way you get more of a backstory of what was going on and stuff. Um, so yeah, let's let's just start on that. So before we start, I want to mention the one thing. There's a podcast, you know, as a podcast myself, I listen to other podcasts, and there's one I recommend to you all. It's, it's these two girls. I forgot their names. I think one is named Taylor. So the other one I forgot. They're both amazing. They're both great. They both are knowledgeable. They do it. It's called the Creeps and Crimes Podcast. Amazing podcast. Awesome. If you like like if you like murder mystery type stuff, uh, maybe ghost stories, perhaps. Um, 
that's definitely a podcast to check out. It's really, it's really good, really informative, really good. I, I enjoy it. My wife got me into it. She started listening to it a few months ago, and I got into it. So, yeah. And I even follow, I'm, I'm even following them on, on their Facebook page, and I even posted the whole thing I wrote uh, here too, as well for them. And they really enjoyed the story a lot. They're like absolutely without a doubt, they believe this is a possibility, true for that matter. So yeah, um, I'm not saying I'm not I'm, I'm not giving them a shout out because of that post. I'm just, it's 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 an amazing podcast. If you like that type of stuff, check it out. Creeps and Creeps and Crimes podcast. Excuse me. Okay. So again, those of you checking this out on YouTube, you're getting the advantage of seeing the photos I want to share. So if you want to get on my YouTube page, which is my YouTube channel, which is the same name as my podcast, the Mark and Estudio podcast, definitely go on there and check it out. If you like it, please subscribe. Please subscribe to my podcast in general. You can check it out on apps such as iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So let's get started. This is a story here on my two experiences with the medium. Medium, excuse me. A week before the Super Bowl, I was in contact with the medium. I attempted to make a connection with my father. I felt it was successful. My original intention was to interview a medium for a podcast episode, perhaps get a reading in the process. She hosted a free event that I attended via Zoom. No tarot cards were used and certainly no Ouija boards. I would have walked away if they were used. It was a wonderful experience. Uh, it was successful, like I said. So what happened was basically um, we were talking and I wanted to make a connection with my father. He had passed away. Um, last year early early Jan uh, late january actually and uh he's a great guy you know i mean very great man uh inspirational person you know you know like father and sons like like even mother and sons for that matter kids daughters whatever we know we have our bouts you know it's going to happen it's part of growing up part of learning um and uh well, overall, we had, you know, we were, we were close, you know, for the most part. And I'm trying to pull a picture of my father here on my gallery here. This is my father. This is, I think, a recent picture. Excuse me of him. Um, my dog was running around here, so I apologize if you're hearing them running around. Uh, here's my father. You can see that. It's my father, John Inesito. Um, so I, I made a connection with him. Um, she asked me some questions and I, uh, I I told her, but she also, I mean, I, she even automatically said some stuff too that really impressed me. Like there was one thing, for example, she mentioned, she's like, I'm seeing lizards. So I'm like, I couldn't think of a connection to that. Lizards and I don't think my dad had pet lizard. Maybe he did. He didn't tell me that. But I never had pet lizards. So I don't know. Then I'm like, oh yeah. The last 15 years before his passing, he lived in New Mexico. Boom. There you go. And my dogs are getting their insight to my father. They're his their grandfather. <laughs> okay, he's a great guy. <laughs> my dogs. Sorry. Going crazy back here. Behind me. But yeah, that was my father. Um, 
I wish I recorded the Zoom meeting. I wish I took notes during the process. Even when I connect with my mother, I wish I took more notes. And um, I didn't, unfortunately, but um, that's besides the point. So anyway, um, let's continue here with the story. Um, yeah, it was great. My dad is very proud of me. In fact, it's funny when she did, sorry, I'm, I'm I have, I have, like I said, I would have a lot of information regarding what happened. I just told you one key thing that she asked about lizards. Like, oh yeah, New Mexico, boom. Okay. Um, I also want to say, my, you know, with our connection with my dad, um, she made a comment saying that he's very proud of you. And the way she, she worded it was, yeah, I want you to know he's very proud of you. And my, and that's exactly how my dad would say it. You know, people will say, I'm very proud of you. Or I'm very excited for you. You're doing really good. I'm happy you're doing great. You know, each person has a different expression. I think proud is the most, the most common one. But just the way he said it, it was like my dad saying it. And I thought, yes, that was pretty amazing. Okay, continue on my story here. A few weeks ago, I met with another medium, which a cousin of mine named Christy, and Christy recommended. I was visiting family in New Mexico during this session, where the lizards are at, by the way. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so it was conducted via Zoom. I did it in my goddaughter's bedroom, so it was, it was the only place where I could find privacy. You know, and there, there was a kitchen. I was I was going to do it in the kitchen, and one of my goddaughters was sleeping. And I didn't want to serve her, so I did it in the kitchen. And it was getting kind of chaotic, but I'm like, well, it is what it is. I'll do it still. And she woke up, so I said, hey, can I use a room for this pot for this meeting? You know, so I can get some privacy a little bit. Like, yeah, so I went, so I went for it. I sat in their bed. It's the only place to sit down. It's a little desk. I wouldn't be able to fit on them. It's kind of small. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was in New Mexico. I conducted another meeting with a medium. Um. Like I said, in the bedroom is the only place I was able to find privacy. This time with my mother. Again, no tarot cards and no Ouija boards. It was a bit different at the same time the same. But like the previous experience with my father, I felt it was successful. And this one, she asked me some questions like, you know, like when she died and what year and stuff, how I was and all that. And I couldn't remember the connection, but I told her I had epilepsy. I don't remember how it got brought up. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah. And she said something about that regarding my epilepsy and my con the connection with that. And I'm trying to understand what that meant. And I don't remember what it was said. I wish I, rec I wish I recorded it and I felt lost. And she told me some things about my mother that was very true that I never, I didn't tell her yet. I just, she goes, you know, I'm something like the person that she didn't think for everybody, but didn't take time to do things for herself. And that's all she wanted to do was take time and do things for herself when the opportunity came. Like, exactly, that was her. You know, I, I think she did things for me. She did things for my dad. And of course, my dad did things, too, as well. But my mother did things, too, for a lot of people. And I think she needed that moment to please herself a little bit. Because she did a lot for everybody. She did a lot for my dad. She did a lot for me. She did a lot for her family, other family and friends or whatever. So, and that was exactly her. And. Let me just tell you, my mother passed away. Um, she she took her life. Um, I don't know why she did it for because she didn't want to burn my dad and I. 
which is what the medium said to you, what she was getting in the process. That's what we thought from the start. And there are some health issues around. She was diabetic, but she had under control for the most part, but she had some other issues. And apparently the doctors were going to say she was going to have a heart attack around that Christmas. Well, <clears throat> I said she, went, she didn't want to burden us, so she, you know, so it was the way out. Um, she, uh, sorry. Um, anyway, um, she, uh, that was the way she did it, I guess. Um, at first I was hurt, but in general, I can't judge because, you know, everybody's human. We all have our issues and, you know, what can you say? Another thing she told me too was that this has been going on for a while. This problem of her taking her life. I'm like, well, I think it started when my grandfather passed away, her dad. This was in 1988. So that was quite a while. That was almost 10 years prior to the, her passing. And uh, but yeah, it's been a, it was just something that was brand new. It came up. It was, it was, yeah, it was going on for 10 years. 10, 11 years or so. So kudos to the medium for that, for asking those to me. I'm like, yeah, that's true. That happened. That's exactly my mother. And she reached out and said, your mother loves you and she feels bad at what she did. My mother also is a Christian like I am. Um, I think she got born again, which I was too. And she kind of said to the medium that because of her beliefs, she wasn't like, she felt like she wasn't exactly where she needed to be yet. And with me and the medium making the connection, my mother helped her get to the other side, which I hope is heaven. And I believe she made her peace with God before. I do. But... She loves me and I love her. She was a great mother. She was always hard on herself about being a strict parent. And I'm like, cause I was kind of a miracle baby. <laughs> um, but hey, I did it. Graduated. She saw that. I know she's not here presently, but spirit, spirit, spiritly, she saw me, she, she seen me going to college. Saw me get married, get my own house and drive. She was a school bus driver. And again, and she's very proud of me as well. That's all I have on that. My mother. So I'm gonna continue with the rest of this story. Um, I brought up a second person during the session I had in New Mexico. That person was, get ready for it, Marilyn Monroe. However, I have my reasons why I'm gonna call her Norman Jean Baker, her given name. Uh, the reason I brought her up was really what drew me to her. 
to Marilyn, no, Norma Jean. I all of a sudden grew a liking of her within weeks after my mother's death, passing, excuse me, in 1998. My mother had nothing against her, just boom, out of nowhere. I, there was a magazine, I remember with, I was with my grandma, my dad and I, my, my dad's mom, we were shopping together, and she got a magazine. And there was a photo of celebrities before they were stars. They had like different celebrities in there. They had like uh, Michael Jackson. Well, Michael Jackson, of course, was a star as a kid. So it's not really, you know, this really he was a star when he was born, probably. <laughs> um, uh, I'm fighting for him to be his popularity as a singer with the Jackson Five. Then we had him, I think. And I, I, I just came out. It, I know I had Madonna for sure. I remember that. It had, Maybe Snoop Dogg and other like like Johnny Depp, whatever, or you know, celebrities like that. I had older celebrities too. And I turned to the picture that this is what this is this is a photo right here that drew me to her. At first I was like, that is not Marilyn Monroe. If it is, okay, you got me. Because I'm always used to her being the platinum blonde, you know, that she was known for the iconic look she had of them, the drawn-in mo. Um uh, sorry, I'm looking for this picture. This is the picture that I saw. I got it on my. I got a couple pictures of her here, along with other stuff. Um, where is the picture? I want. Um, where is it? Oh, I saw. It. I passed it. <laughs> this is taking forever. No, it's not. But it's a good forever. A good forever. Where are you, picture? I'm gonna see you. I'm gonna see you. I think I'm in a hurry. That's why I'm. Aha! Bam! This is the picture I drew me to her. See that? I'm like, that is not my own role, but you know, I mean, I think the whole thing of Hollywood is that they make you die. They, I think she was used by Hollywood. I think Hollywood took advantage of her. I thought it was. Excuse my language. Bullshit. A man changed her name, like Ellen John. Ellen John song. Ken Owens says that. Now this to me is her pure, her pure. This is Norman Jean Baker. This is her pure, pure beauty. No hair. Well, maybe she dyed her hair a little bit, but not much. Mm. But nothing really like. Not like the platinum blonde in the fifties. This is just natural beauty right here. This is pure. This is her pure look. You know, it's not Hollywood saying, oh, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, no, 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 you wanna be successful, do this and do that, you know. Um, I really think she was a great actress, you know. Like I said Hollywood did take advantage of her, and I think she would have been a better actress. She's been she played in movies that in fact her last movie was called was called The Misfits. It was very dramatic as opposed to like the dumb blonde comedies you've seen in like the seven year itch and all that. Uh, gentlemen prefer blondes. How to marry? How to marry a mil, How to marry a millionaire? And all that. Um, she did a damn good job in that movie. You know, it was hard to watch because I didn't like the way the horses were being treated. I know it's just a quote unquote movie, but I think that's why I didn't. You know. It's not because of that reason that I consider it. I mean, I mean, her acting was amazing, but 
and went on my binge, as opposed to like what was going on in the plot. The last movie she was shooting was with Dean Martin. It was called Something's Got to Give, and there was a good portion of it shot, and they have it released on the documentary of hers. And uh, that was a pretty good role, too. It's kind of a comedy, you know, almost, but at the same time, it had a pretty good seriousness, too, in it when I saw it. But, um, so I'm going to continue my story here. I'm kind of... The reason I brought her up is really what drew me to her. I all of a sudden grew a liking of her within weeks after my mom's passing. I said this already. My dad thought I was weird. I thought I was weird. It struck me when my dad said that because, good, I'm not the only one that thinks this. And I'm not saying Marilyn was a weird person to like. It's just weird. All of a sudden, I got into her. Because I know as a kid, I seen pictures of her. And, you know, I always joke with my mother because I remember it was just a restaurant. We ate lunch at a lot by her work when I was a kid doing, you know, when I was off for summer break, I went, you know, we went there occasionally for like a lunch. And then this, the guy and the owner had like pictures of her on the wall, like those famous photos with like her and like Marlon Brando in it and James Dean and stuff. Those, and I kind of joked, you need to tell the owner of this restaurant here that this is my girl, not his girl. I joked about that when I was younger. And it was just me joking, you know, I've seen her in, in videos on TV and stuff, you know, and documentaries and all that. And, and that's, that's how you know her. She has that iconic platinum blonde, blonde hair, the iconic look, you know, the famous dress scene from the seven-year age. It was very iconic in that period. Of course, I've seen it. Um, but I never really like, okay, whatever, you know, I moved on from it. Something drew me with that picture of her. I don't know what it was. I don't know why it happened or how it happened. It just happened. And I I got books of her. I started getting movies with her in them. I, I started getting uh, posters of her and stuff, which I got rid of for the most part because I respect my wife. But I also have a little, you know, I'm not going to like, I don't hate her because of my wife. I love my wife. Well, I'm not marrying Marilyn Monroe, and that's the thing. I'm not married to her, and I don't respect my wife. I don't want that off my wall, so I moved on from that. But I, I also, my wife knows that I, I like her as an actress. I like her as a person. Hello. <laughs> um, and that's that. Going on in my story here, I have I have had numerous dreams with her in them, all of which almost random. One of them was her as a brunette. It was weird, it didn't necessarily look like her, but my brain registered that it was the image of her. Another dream, I was walking somewhere and I happened to see her. And I don't remember if it was me or her that said this, but some words were exchanged. See you later. I remember waking up and falling asleep again. Crazy enough, sure enough, the prophecy was true. I saw her again. In fact, I saw her twice in that same like night dreaming. After that, so like three times total. In 2007, I had an honor in a senior crypt. That was 
the whole trip in general was on. It was pretty cool. We went to Los Angeles, me and some friends, one of which I'm following on Facebook right now. Her name is Aaron. Hi, Aaron. If you're watching this or seeing this. Um, we saw her crib. We saw different other celebrity scripts out there. It was pretty cool. We saw like Jeff Lemon, Natalie Wood, Carl Wilson and the Beach Boys. We saw Mel Blanks, Crip, The Grave, whatever, Dean Martin. That was quite fun. Uh, we did like a tour of Hollywood, a couple of tours. We uh, we uh, saw where like a lot of celebrities lived at, where a lot of movies took place at. It was pretty neat. And we even ate in a restaurant that was popular in Hollywood. A lot of celebrities went to even the good old Marilyn Norman Jean Baker went there a lot. And I guess this is the first time I went on this trip and the only time I went on this trip because we didn't go the next year because I think one of the guy that went with us kind of passed away. So we never, I never really, I don't think we even followed through on going again. Like that, after that passing, but you know, it is what it is. Um, but the restaurant's called the uh, Formosa. And supposedly we asked, you know, uh, the certain the hostess there, hey, what booth did Marilyn sit in? She came in and we sat in that booth apparently it was, but. I mean, how true, I mean, she felt pretty confident in her booth, so, and that was the only time that they supposedly sat in that booth was when, I think the other girl that was in there, there was Aaron, there was Aaron, another girl, and the other guy that passed, and me, and I think the other girl was the first time too going, so, yeah, we both had the honor of sitting in that booth, and that was even the booth, I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't, you know, I don't think she'd be saying that too, because she was pretty confident in what she said, and I think she was she wouldn't like try to lie to us. She didn't seem to be the person; she seemed very professional. So I would, I think, I would, you know, no new history. I would bet that would, you know, she's right. So during my experience with the medium about Norman Jean Baker, from what I was told, the medium, from what the, from what I told the medium. And I wasn't as detailed as I was here. She came to the conclusion that, to me, that I communicate to her through God. And in other words, I'm guessing that means, well, I'm not going to go there yet. Let me finish up what I want to say here, you know, because it says what I want to say. So I communicate through, to her through, through God, to her through, to God through her. I meant, hold on. I communicate through her to God. To, to God, I think. Wait. Gosh, I got my words mixed up here. And I'm like, what's right? What's wrong? Okay, I'm going to continue. The medium had thought this was really cool. I wanted to follow up through more on to this, but I didn't think about it. I asked somebody at work who had, who had paranormal experiences and stuff. And basically what she said was, in general, Norman Jean could be my guardian angel. I thought, okay. And I had thought about that idea in the past, but couldn't confirm it. Couldn't really decipher it and thought, impossible. Why would she choose me for? I mean, I'm not trying to say, why me for? I don't deserve this. But why would she choose like someone like me for? You know, I, it's an honor. I appreciate it if that's the case.
continuing my story here, it's funny because around the time I met with the first medium, I thought about this idea of the guardian angel thing. I randomly did a web search of guardian angels. One struck my eye and I opened it. According to what the website said, a person's guardian angel is based on the time you were born. I clicked my birthday and described what my guardian angel was. It even had a picture of the image they may appear as. I thought, wow, this was I meant to see this. It photographs, wait, it was a blonde woman, picture of a blonde woman in a red dress. There were tons of photographs of Norma Jean wearing red dresses, swimsuits, sweaters, even as a brunette. In fact, I've seen colorized photos of the session and picture I post, I showed you earlier. The sweater is supposedly red. I'm going to show you some pictures here. Um, let me find them. Okay. Pictures. Here's one. This is from Niagara. The movie Niagara. See that? Oh, you can't see that. Okay. Now can you see it? Color that dress. Looks like it's red to me. Great, and the dogs are barking. Oh, great. No, no. Hey, chill. Like 10 minutes. Uh, another one. With a red. Oh, the red. I like this picture, right? I like this. I'm like, I don't know. Red, like a red sweater, like a red pajama. Red. Um. Red, the color red. And I got a few of her here as a brunette to prove my point here. To prove my point. And this is from that same photo shoot here, if I can find it. Um, where are you at? Aha. Red. Okay, red. Another picture. Uh, one more picture. Aha, red. So yeah, I mean, there was proof right there she was wearing red. I mean, does that mean anything? I mean, not exactly, but putting the puzzle together, it, it, it seems possible. Okay, so I'm gonna continue my story here. This is kind of, I know I'm going off topic a lot, so. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm just trying to get back to the story and talk about certain things and it's kind of hard. During our conversation about Norman Jean, I heard something fall from behind me. Reminds you, I was on my goddaughter's bed. All there were were stuffed animals, and that's like a stuffed animal falling. 
When I looked back, it looked like nothing was to be with. When I heard the item fall, it seemed to me that it wasn't a mechanism to scare me, but to say, hi, I see you. The next day, I told the medium about that, and she thought it was really cool as well. I thought those three experiences were cool. I always had a belief of in ghosts or spirits, whatever you want to call them. I experienced them before. That being said, I always been skeptical about mediums, but after my two sessions, I'm convinced. And now yesterday, Easter, I was, I saw my cousin Holly at my family's house for the dinner. And we were talking about this because she saw the post, the initial post I wrote on Facebook about it. When I, I didn't say who it was because I, I just told her, hey, can I tell you, can I kind of show you a picture of who this person is? So I went on um, my phone, put my picture of her. And she was like, I knew that was her. I knew that was her. I'm like, I described who the person was in general. But uh, I did tell her, I think I did say I was an actress from back in the day before I, she passed away before I was even born. Hey now, Mama, are you okay? Sorry, my dogs are, I must be crying this straight through. I'm not really doing any, anything here. My dogs are playing. They're not. One got a little rough with the other one by accident. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, but anyway, um, she knew, she had a feeling that was who I was talking about. That to me, that gave me goosebumps. And that gave me this like excitement, like, wow. You know, Holly, for listening to this or seeing this, whatever you're doing. I remember saying that she was blonde. So there's plenty of movie stars that had passed before I was born that could easily be someone's guardian angel. I never mentioned that she was blonde, so that was definitely a plus there, that you had a feeling that because she was blonde, you said. I don't remember saying that she was blonde. If I did, you got me. <laughs> but, I mean, this, your whole, her whole, like, confidence, like, I knew that was her. How do I know that? How do I know that? You know, I was like, well, <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe I am right. I, you know, I know, I know there's no place for judgment here. I told my story on the Creeps and Crimes podcast Facebook page. They were like, without a doubt, absolutely, she is your guardian angel. They, uh, I believe she is. The more I think about it, the more I got into this with the medium. You know, I thought it was pretty awesome. I feel pretty honored. But I want to share that and Hopefully, they inspire someone if they want to talk to a medium and reach out to a loved one or even find out who their guardian angel is. And somehow, I mean, I don't know if some people are meant to know who their guardian angel is, but I don't know why just put the pieces together and boom, 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 boom. Oh, it's her. And then confirm it's her. And all these clues. Oh, yeah, it's her. Okay. I'm thinking that she's my guardian angel. And I'm quite honored for that. So that's all I have for this podcast. Um, I thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I also, uh, I hope uh, tune in to my next podcast. Sorry, I'm, 
I'm just trying to think what else I missed, which I, don't, I think I covered everything I wanted to cover. But uh, my cousin Holly Common inspired me to do that. And I, I didn't want to do it as a podcast. I just wanted to post it. And she inspired me. And that's that's good. I love, I love Holly. And I love all my family. My family's really cool. I love my family. And my wife's family, I love. But anyway, that's all I have for this podcast. Uh, I'm going to say either Thursday or Friday, I'm going to start going back to my music, history and music series. And we're going to open up in 1967. That's the, my most anticipated podcast coming because I've been doing that research. I'm still doing research of it, but I have a couple episodes already planned out already. So I can do that while I research it more and get it caught up to where I need to be and where I'm done. Move on to 1968 researching. So I'm looking forward to that. So this week, either Thursday or Friday, I'll post it. So get ready for that one. History Music 1967. That's the next episode I'm posting. Well, thank you for tuning in again. I appreciate it. Uh, God bless and have a great day. Bye.